was from audio from um, uh, Parasite, uh, which uh, won for, for, for Best Foreign Language Movie. Um, if you're not aware, I did not watch the Golden Globes. Uh, not because I didn't want to watch the Golden Globes. Well, I didn't want to watch the Golden Globes. I, I don't, because I'm kind of, I'm kind of on that, uh, I won't say the anti-awards bent. I just uh, don't really care for them. But I play the audio because um, of uh, what the uh, what his translator said, what the, what the, what the lady trans, what the, what the man's translator said. I don't got, had the guy's name taught me out. So much for preparation on my part. Um, but basically, the audio was basically if you, if you're able to pay attention to that one inch of like of like subtitles, you'll you'll or, or get through it. You can enjoy you know all kinds of cinema, which basically low key was basically just speaks to just our our. Unabashed um, hatred for um, for um, I guess movies with subtitles, and I now have to basically introduce the damn show, uh, which I didn't do earlier. Uh, hello, this is Wonder. Um, uh, welcome to Wonder Confessions, uh, the seventy seventh episode of Wonder Confessions. Uh, you can follow me at Film Underscore Wonder on Twitter as well as Instagram. Film Underscore Wonder there. Uh, you can reach me at, well, read my work at filmwater.wordpress.com. Um, but for the most part, you can pretty much read most of my work at Instagram because that's pretty much where I do most of my reviews. Because I don't really have time to do WordPress. I want to do WordPress, but I don't really have time um, these days, unfortunately. Uh, you can listen to past podcasts on the filmwater.podbean.com. Um, and you can also listen on Spotify. You can find the Filmwater podcast there. So, uh, happy New Year to everybody. I hope everyone had a great and productive um, uh, holiday. Um, um, if you were, if you last listened to my podcast, I basically just did an approximate podcast after watching a little movie called Uncut Gems, which I'm still trying to figure out if I like the movie or not. I think I did. I don't know if I really, really liked it because uh, it was it was it was a very erratic movie. Um, a, a movie so erratic, I felt like I had a come shot of my brain. Uh, it was so it was orgasmic in, in all the weird places. But um, um, what have I been, what have I been doing? Um, well, um, I didn't put this in my notes, but but I, I can kind of say it at the top of my head. Um, there will be um, I will start doing my um, um, ten favorite movies, um, law form not law form, but so sort of like an overview of stuff uh, coming on January twelfth. Um, which I will be saying we that day. It looks like I'll probably be seeing either Underwater or uh, Just Mercy. And I'll, I'll, I'll probably figure that out uh, once um, Wednesday's taking information comes in. 
on on uh, Fandango. So I'll look over. I'll look into that and see which one of those movies are watched. I, I was gonna watch The Grudge yesterday, but apparently the reviews are so bad, I just I couldn't do it. And plus, I was pretty tired um, from um, the weekend. Um, kind of did with a slight back issue, so I was kind of rushing my back, and um, I'm I'm much better now. Uh, I feel a lot better, which is great. Um, but um, um, yeah, uh, the I'll start doing the best movies of <sighs> my damn light. Um, I'll start doing that on January twelfth. It'll be. It'll be once a day. It won't, I won't do like 10, 10 of them consecutively. I'll probably do once a day um, from 10 to 1. I'll even post an honorable mention of movies that I saw the past year that people should absolutely see. Um, and um, in my opinion, feels that watching these movies of the past year um, should definitely give them a look and, um, you know, see what they're about. Um, before, I used to like do like so like a nine like movie collage and then I do like the final movie that I, that I love pretty much and I'm going to probably do that in some way shape or form but it's going to be a lot different because I'm going to actually further express what I think because when I try to do that in, in that in that collage way I did it before um, it just it didn't come out very well and, and it felt rushed so I want to kind of give a, a very thorough and very tight explanation to what I think of each film um, um, so that's kind of what I'm gonna do from from um, the next time I decide to do that. So I'm looking pretty forward to that. Should be fun. Um, what was I gonna talk about? Um, oh, um, this is awesome. I didn't also didn't write this down on on the episode. Um, New Year's resolutions and stuff. Um, I don't. I'm not really a big resolution guy. I think I think probably as I've gotten older, maybe I've I've sort of transitioned into that aspect of just you know I'm feeling a lot better by myself. I'm 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 a lot I'm not as insecure as I used to be, um, which is good. And so, um, like, my resolutions are pretty much the same, and I guess the saying goes as uh, and I'm not talking like losing weight and stuff. I'm like. You know, continue to better myself, continue to, you know, find my curiosities, you know, you know, know my dislikes and dislikes, and I'm going to further probably go into that a little bit. Um, I want to go to Vegas uh, next year to go to the AVN Awards, and not just to go to the AVN Awards and, you know, enjoy the festivities of that, but like, just, you know, check, you know, take a look at Vegas and, you know, see how much fun it was. My, my, my parents... Went to Vegas in 2005. Um, I was like 18 or 17, about to go 18, and uh, I had a choice to go to Vegas or get a laptop. And I decided to get a laptop because I wanted a laptop and stuff. And uh, um, I don't regret it. I mean, I love that thing, and I basically used that thing until I got water on it, and and basically just you know I, I killed it pretty much essentially. So um, you know that was like a while back ago. That was like Super Bowl 40. Five, I think, or forty. It might be forty-six. Actually, forty-six. Forty-five was Packers and and, and, and Steelers. Um, that's when I, I, yeah, I pretty much got all the feel good out of that out of that laptop. Um, it, it was a big bulging laptop. I can't, I can't 
it's it was an HP, but I can't remember exactly. Um, I can't exactly remember um, it, you know, at the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I just remember he was so big and hulking, um, and they don't make they don't make laptops like that anymore, which thankfully that's good. Um, but um, I just remember I probably used that thing probably up until like. It just it was so ineffective because of all the water I splashed on and just you know the amount of um, just um, RAM that was just just absolute fucked from it. I couldn't really use from that point on, so I um, I probably trashed it. I don't know what I did with it, but. But I remember just loving that thing because, you know, it's, the, it's my first ever personal computer. Um, and I've had, you know, another one after that, which I, which I had for a couple of years and it had it started having issues. And it was really stuff I caused, really. Um, and, and this one I'm currently using, it's still good, but it's, you know, it's showing its age. And I do want to get a new one and, and you know, perfect it for the podcast and stuff. Um, and that's another thing I want to do uh, this year is... Um, I want to start trying to do do week, do these podcasts weekly, as more weekly than I have been doing. Because last year I had fits and starts, and and it it didn't really go uh, according to plan and things. And um, I just wish I could have um, better um, applied it to to. Um, to better not so much better but to to do it consistently and I haven't had much time I always say that I know it sounds like an excuse but it's legit like I I don't really have a lot of time to do these episodes like like to be honest I only have like three you know Hollywood topics um, and the rest is kind of just conjecture um, like, like such as what I'm talking about right now. Um, so, um, like for instance, uh, I'm actually looking to do this tonight. Well, it's Tuesday it's Tuesday morning as, as, um, as I'm doing the show. Um, but, but I try to do the show on Sundays. Um, I think I'm going to probably end up trying to do the show probably every Monday. That's the goal. Um, every Monday when I come home from work, uh, do a podcast, um, talk about, talk for, I want to try to aim for, um, 50 minutes to an hour, maybe longer, uh, see if I can, see if I can work on that, um, you know, I won't try to cram it in with so much topics, because I do want to talk about other things outside of Hollywood, because, you know, I'm not just a, just a Hollywood, um, knowing, know it all machine like I have a lot of interest you know I have a lot of things I'm interested in but this is but this being sort of my biggest the biggest thing I'm into and it's a hobby and it's something as a hobby I want to turn into a job um you know this is what I as well like to do so um that's like one of my biggest resolutions is, is to do the show more weekly of course get better audio equipment I want to try to I'm going to try to learn how to convert um like video clips and stuff to like audio um, like I've been doing the show for so long that I haven't even had it. I haven't really learned how to do the you know the bit the, the, the little bits of the shit. Um, and I and I want to do that so you know I can you know 
be better experience and better for this, you know, for someone like, you know, and, um, you know, it's time. It's just, just, it's time to just to better the platform. Um, cooking's obviously another goal. Um, for those that look at my Instagram and notice what I'm, what I make, uh, you know, much like what I make, it's cool. Um, I didn't start becoming comfortable, really comfortable cooking, you know, probably till I started like trying other recipes. Um, I think last year is probably when I was starting doing that. Um, I didn't, I didn't actually start cooking until I was 27, believe it or not. Um, and this kind of goes into the to sort of like this sort of like the topic of the sort of sort of want to really you know cut into, you know, before getting the show wholesale, uh, or getting this go to the show yeah go get into the show pretty much. Um, I'm I have a lot of like insecurities about just failure, and I might have said so before, but um, and it's been something I've been trying to shake for for quite some time, um, and it's. You know, it's failure of cooking, failure of relationships, failures of friendship. Like, I get so scared that something may not work out, and I'll freak the fuck out. It's it's kind of a fear I've had since I was a child. Um, and it's been a fear I've been trying to just cut loose for so long that, you know, I can actually... I feel like a feel like a whole ass human being. Um, even like fear of um, you know living on my own. You know fear of getting a new vehicle. Fear of driving. Um, fear of becoming something I'm not. Fear of. Um, I don't know. I guess fear of not feeling like you're you're worthy and. Um, fear of even fear of kind of coming to somebody for help or coming to somebody for you know whatever advice um, and that sort of creeps into my brain you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things I, I'm, I'm pretty I was pretty insecure about still am like I still have them and you know you know, and you chip out of every single day um, it doesn't matter how much money you make it doesn't matter what kind of car you drive um, you're still in the day today and there's there's no unshaking that that feeling or just notion. It's just that's what it is and that's what life is. And um, for me, there's like I don't I don't like to lie about that because I think sometimes and I do this too. I think we as a as a, as pe- as people we put on a facade for certain people and we put a facade for ourselves. To proclaim that okay, this is who I am, or whatever, and then um, when people sort of notice, okay, no, that's not really who you are, or whatever, um, you know, we get uptight about it and stuff, and 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 I've been through, sort of thinking about this for quite some time, and I'm I'm gonna go into my psychology session um, today, as a matter of fact, and sort of like go into it further, um, further, um, and I probably mentioned that on the podcast before. Um, uh, I went to the Fetish Con Awards and stuff, and that was great and stuff, but, but, um, um, let's say I was hit on, um, I won't really go further into it, because I probably, I've kind of explained myself many times, let's just say I, I didn't really, I didn't find the experience pleasant, to be perfectly honest, um, 
like I found it funny, but at the same time, it was like unpleasant, and and I I had a hard time sleeping actually after that, because I'm like, okay, what's going on here and stuff. Um, um. Um, I should probably cite the episode where this was. So, so you know, if you want to listen to that, uh, you can. But, but you know, the more I think about it, it's like, it's like, why am I feeling this way? What, what, the hell, what the hell's going on, man? And I think it's just, it's like, because I've been, I've, I've dealt with manipulation. I just, I couldn't really figure out what it was. Manipulation, peer pressure, all that stuff. But, it, but it's, but it really was mostly just manipulation. Just, I, I felt as if somebody was taking me for a ride and and i was supposed to be like oh uh okay this is great but it's like it don't really feel good it don't really feel genuine and um i get off to genuine relationships i don't get off to just being you know having my brain just played with um unsolicited while i'm at the awards show it's just it feels it just feels sort of weird and it felt weird even still, it's like, why would you do this while I'm watching this award show? <sighs> it's like, you know, and it's like I have not been able to shake that feeling because um, I feel a little guilty about it. So, um, yeah, like it, it, it bothers me. Um, you know, you know, and I, I've, 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 I've struggled with. Being, you know, attractive or approachable or presentable, I struck with that for a very long time, and you know, I'm sort of, I'm just starting to actually get into like to like me. It took a, it took a long time um, to actually like myself, um, to enjoy, you know, to enjoy myself, to enjoy my accomplishments, and actually feel like I'm worthy and worth a damn. And I, I think just that moment, it, it just it brought back memories that I'm just not really I'm not really proud of um and yeah I I'm I'm not blaming the person it's just it just it didn't feel good I didn't I didn't like the way it felt and it's like I, I can laugh I laughed at it but it's like it's like oh it comes right back um I even have a story in which um I was on a date like a decade ago, soon to be a decade ago, um, with um, this woman, um, she's like ten. She was like ten years older than me, and I was like, and I was like, I was like twenty two at the time. Um, and we went. We were at Applebee's. I came. I came. I came. Um, I picked her up from from her home, and we drove to Applebee's and stuff. And um, you know, we had a nice relationship. It was you know, it was fun. We went. To, we went somewhere else, and um, you know, had a good time there. And. Um, you know, we were vibing and talking and, you know, things were, <clears throat> were going pretty well. And, um, you know, and she tells me she has an engagement. She has an engagement ring. And um, I'm supposed to be, and I, I was like, I was like sort of trying to play through, but it was really hard and distracting. And um, it was like, and I didn't know how to feel about it at the time because, you know, I, you know, I was 22 and, you know, Pretty, I was pretty green when it came to that type of thing, but which is kind of weird because I, I, you know, I dated a, I dated a, well, I, I dated with another woman, but we went to Hooters and that went better than that, and and you know I tried hitting her up, but she didn't call me back. Um, you know, called her many times, and back to this situation, she, um, yeah, um, 
she tried to sort of play it off like nothing happened, you know, she texted me, she texted me, and I told her, like, she asked me if I love her, and I was like, I was like, how the hell am I gonna love you when you did that shit to me, and too, we really haven't really, I haven't really hit, you know, second, third, or home base, I haven't even come close, I mean, none of us, we really haven't, um, it, it didn't really get to that level, um, and, um, you know, I told her, no, I don't love you. It's like, you know, why would you ask me something like that? And I think it was shit like that. It kind of put me off the dating. And that's something I'm even, I'm even figuring out now. It's like, I, yeah, I really have, I really have a problem. I have my brain fucked with. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. Like, I might, I might probably get mad and probably go fucking um, Adam Sandler and punch their love on, on on people if they just do that shit to me because they don't feel good. Um, word of advice. If you like me, and this goes for anybody else, if you like somebody, legit like them. Don't take him for a ride that he or she or they is expecting. You know, sort of just felt like they were just going on a ride. Like, you're, just, you're saying you're just saying things to just, you know, make you feel good. I'm like, no, man. Because people, like, I'm I'm not like a lot of people poor. In this case, I'm I'm not one of these people who are like, um, um, I'm going to do this, 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 this awful thing to you. No, I'm, that's not me. Um, but I will say I don't like having my time wasted in that, in that fashion. Like, if you like me, like me. Or if you are just pulling my chain I'm like just just I don't know let's go let's go just go about your business and I'll go about mine and I'll do I handle my thing you handle your thing you know let's not let's not let's not fool around like that man like I'm I'm 32 years old about to be 33 like yeah I'm young and all that stuff but I don't I don't have time for bullshit I just I don't I don't have any room for it in my life like um and this is not me pull pull my oh well, you're 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 one of the good ones like no it's not what it's about for me I'm just like don't see me as somebody you can manipulate for your own game if that's if that's your your game that goes for romance it goes for friendships that goes for business whatever like if you are legit about this if you're legit about what you are and, and, and for your persona just. Be legit and just be forthcoming. Just like I don't bite. Like you know, I may I may, I may be erratic and I may be a little off kilter sometimes. And that's and that's honestly because I'm a little I'm a little untrustworthy sometimes to people because you know I, you know people people don't play with when it comes to that and you know you know and people does pretty fucked up things when it comes to that. Um, I mean, God forbid. You know, hopefully I don't do those things. I don't, I don't want to do those things, but but I I have a major problem with manipulation. Um, like again, if we if we're gonna have a relationship, um, I just I expect that you and I go about things accordingly, respectfully, and we have a genuine relationship. Full stop. Because um, people these people ain't got time to play games. People. Like we're we're in pretty heroin times right now, and uh, you know, I, I don't think playing with people's brains is uh, 
It's like what I think would be fun or exciting. It's just, it's not cute about it, really. And, um, uh, speaking of things that aren't cute, um, um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I, I, I don't really use like, I, I won't say I use all my top pauses, but I don't really top pauses in my show, but, but, um, um, uh, this Kasim Sulamani cat got, got, uh, got killed by, uh, the U.S. and stuff. And I'm not gonna so much talk about the cat. Um, I'm gonna post an article on later, to, later, you know, once the show's posted, um, from the show. Um, it's a pretty good article. Uh, it's from Dexter Filkins, uh, Filkins <clears throat> of, um, of the, of the New Yorker. Um, it's about the danger posed by the killing of Kazim uh, Suleimani. Um, yeah, he was he was he was an Iranian commander, um, and um, basically uh, the Trump administration droned his ass pretty much, and that was also real for the cat, pretty much for the cat. Um, yeah, um, apparently he wasn't exactly you know the best of people. He um, was not a good person. Um. But that's kind of not the thing I will. I kind of want to talk about per, per se. It's and I, 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 I'm, yo, I swear my tuition, my tuition is kind of, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's so off kilter. It's good, but yo, I got two things, dog. One of them is the people being mad at Black Twitter. And even being mad at other people for making jokes about World War Three, I had to bring it to y'all. I like gallows humor. I love gallows humor. I'm not sorry for liking gallows humor. I'm not saying gallows humor should be used for everything because you know not everything should be should be comedy. Like you know, you know, there's there there's a ceiling on it. But dog. I need to laugh and cry. And if you get mad at me or somebody else because, oh, they made a tweet about um, war and, oh, well, we're in serious times. I'm like, yeah, we were in serious times when 2003 happened. But um, I hate to break it to you. I ain't got it in me to be a fake-ass pacifist. Ain't got it in me, bro. It's not me. Um... I mean, the only time I'm about that fire power life is when I'm playing Twist Metal 3, which is like 21 years ago. <sighs> on the PlayStation 1. Like, really 22 years ago. To be, to be, well, no, 21, because it'll be 22, you know, this year. Uh, shout out to Rob Zombie. He has some great tunes in Twist Metal 3. Uh, but, but yeah, um, People, people were kind of high. They got a little high and mighty for the British with that shit. Like Black Twitter did, and I'm seeing like white liberals going white liberal, and they're and they're blaming you know their own politicians on on that side of the aisle. And it's like like you blaming the Chuck Schumers and the Nancy Pelosi ain't gonna make the problem go away, bro. Like there's Mitch McConnell standing right there. If, you wanna if you wanna take down a motherfucker, you know, take him down. But no, you gotta perform and go after basically the people who are who have the house. And 
I hate to say it, these are the same people that would probably be shocked and surprised if let's say they lose the House and the Senate and the Senate they're like, Well well how did how did they lose like your asses? You know? How usually things usually die is like, you know, if you shit on the thing that you're trying that you that's trying to help you. Um if you shit on that thing, you you then you their food's help. It's like it's like why keep doing this kind of rough thing if it's not gonna benefit you or, or that person? It's like it's 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 hella stupid. It's hella stupid. Um You know? It's like what's what's the big fucking idea about that? I mean Talking all this shit ain't gonna really It ain't gonna make the problem any better and it's like, come on man. Like for real, like Oh, I don't, I don't get, I don't get people, I just, I don't get people, and, uh, maybe it's for the best I don't get people, so, um, yeah, anywho, just wanted to get that off my chest a little bit, and another thing I'll get off my chest is, um, uh, oh, yo, Drew Brees and Tom Brady are old, bro, it's over, it's over, uh, first I'll get on the Tom Brady real quick, um, and I said this a little bit on where I was on Instagram. Um, you can. The people keep saying that Tom Brady needs all this help and shit. It's like. You know. I, he threw a pass to Julian Edelman. And when Julian Edelman caught the ball. And he, and, he, and he dropped it. Like. The tempo could have been. Could have been. Could have started up there. And it just. Just didn't. Like. The Titans got lucky. In some in some cases. In which. That game could have been blown wide open. And. They couldn't, like, one point lead. You know, come back Tom Brady, blah, blah, blah. Tom Brady's going to do it again. Tom Brady couldn't make, couldn't make a one-point comeback. Not at all. Because Tannehill wasn't was really, you know, generating anything anything well. And, um, um, uh, Derek Handy was kicking ass and taking names on the ground. Just, just mowing fools, mowing fools. It's crazy to me. And, um, like, what the hell? Just what the hell? Um, oh my god, like, what the hell, man? Like, Tom Brady has lost 11 playoff games. He's, he's not tied with Brett Favre for second most playoff losses. Peyton Manning currently has the most playoff losses. Um, you know. And I don't want to throw on Peyton Manning's, you know, playoff, you know, legacy, whatever. I, that's, that, that's, that's a tale from the time. But it's like, we got to talk about Tom Brady's losses, bro. Like, you can talk about the 30 wins and, oh, man, the comebacks and all that stuff. That's cool. But, uh, you know, when 30 losses, Tom Brady's kind of sucked, right? No one talks about that. He he sucked in that Super Bowl run last year. Sucked. It wasn't that good. Um, like that was not a great run for Tom Brady. That's probably of his, of the Super Bowls that he won. Uh, the runs he went on. That's probably his worst run since the first one. To be perfectly honest, that was like the last. That was like his last. Uh, for me, that was like for me. That was like the worst run he ever been on. 
Um, and like he lost to Tannehill through 70 goddamn yards. He lost to Joe Flacco through 434 yards. And when I kind of just juxtapose those two, it's like, yeah, that, that Joe Flacco one was pretty rough. Because Joe Flacco didn't do anything all day. And he didn't have to because Tom Brady was actually giving, giving, giving the ball up like it was like it was like it was cupcakes. It's like, wait, hmm. Tom Brady out here uh, very in a very good mood, giving the ball to other people. And they couldn't make a field goal late in the full quarter. That's how bad that game was for them. Um I mean Ray Rice basically set the tempo and, and just, you know. The Ravens never looked back from that point on. Um, of course, you have the Jets loss where Tom Brady, you know, had a chance to make a comeback in that game, and Buddy threw threw the ball out of bounds. And then the next, I think, I think the, the, that's the next play. I think they did a they, um, Sean Green swung out to his right, and then just went to the end zone. You know, and I didn't. I still, I still can't believe Mark Sanchez did that. Mark Sanchez and that team did that. Couldn't believe it. And they, they even took a 15 yard penalty of just over celebrating. Which is probably the funniest thing in that game. Is they didn't care. Oh, so funny! It is so funny. They didn't care. Um, so you know that's Tom Brady. And then you got Drew Brees. Um, he he looked better than Tom Brady, but they ain't really saying a whole lot. Um, and I was thinking about this, um, like you know, yesterday evening. Not evening, but I mean, I was thinking about it yesterday evening. But yesterday morning, really, um, when I was really you know really theorizing a little bit, it was like. Um, Yo, the Saints get too cool for school sometimes. Have a great offense, great defense, and everything, and then all of a sudden just, you know, at least the last couple of times with the Vikings and the Rams and, you know, even the Niners and, you know, Seahawks, it's like they they do this thing the Steelers do in which they seem to overestimate their competition or unless yeah, they, they underestimate their competition. And, and, you know, the Vikings shut out, you know. They, they did their job, and I was like, and I didn't watch the game until the second half. I was, like I said, I, I was dealing with back issues. Rushed my back a little bit. And, um, you know, here to come. The Vikings really controlled the tempo of that game. And, um, you know, Drew Brees was, you know, was on the verge of leading another one of those padded comebacks. And, um, um, it, went, it all went for naught, man. It all went for naught. Um, Drew Brees fumbled the ball. I, I know it, he had a, he had therm surgery and, and things, and and that wasn't that wasn't really the issue in my opinion. I just think he just flat out lost the ball. Just that's kind of what I think. Is but he lost the ball. Um, that was all she wrote, really. And um, there's really no, um, you know, making an excuse for that other than just he lost the ball. That's it. He lost the ball. He lost the ball. And uh, there's really nothing he could really do to basically, you know, make that um, any better. Um, I think I think the Vikings converted a first down on that possession. Um, you know, that made it a little tougher for, for the Saints. The time management was bad by Sean Payton. And I think the coaching was bad. Like, honestly, the coaching was worse than the quarterback play, really. Um, even though, it, you know. And they did the same thing to the Rams. It's just like, I just, I thought he got too cute. You know. You know, not, Drew Brees not 8-8 in the postseason. 
instead of um, you know having a a, five, a, a plus five hundred record. Um, it hasn't, hasn't been he hasn't been you know he hasn't been this way for, you know for a while I guess it was like I got I don't get it. I mean, you you had a team like that on the ropes and you, and you blew it. Football's weird, you know. This is what happens. You know, things happen. And, um, of course, you know, there's the offensive pass interference that happened. And I'm like, that's cool. And I know people have an objection about overtime and, you know, both teams, you know, need to get a chance stuff. And I'm, I'm like, here's the thing, man. Like, I think, I think it's a flawed rule. But at the same time, I'm like, if you – if you don't want that shit to happen, then you, you they shouldn't stay. This you shouldn't let it go to regular. You shouldn't let it go to overtime and regulation. That's all. That's all. I know it's not the the most nuanced take. It's kind of it's probably what a lot of people said, but I'm just like I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm tired of the I'm tired of the Saints. Like after that, after that, all that shit they pulled with that with that rule with that uh with the. What happened with the with the uh, the the over not yeah not overtime but um with that call and regulation um the the, the non call for pass interference which it was clearly pass interference but who at this point I don't give a shit because they the the Saints were out here you know calling please like it was the fucking Supreme Court and it's like come on no need for that there's no need for that. Like, come on, man. Ugh. So I didn't end up caring about it and stuff. And it was just, I don't get it. So now I go on the show proper. Um, uh, that new Doolittle movie uh, apparently had like, um, you know, they had to like uh, reshoot like twenty-one uh, extra days of um, of um, they had to reshoot. It, like I said, they spent twenty-one days of reshooting. It's like twenty nineteen. Um, like, like it went through some, some, some production issues and stuff. Um, and, um, like they've been, they, they were reworking the CGI. Like apparently there was a, there was an article in which, uh, somebody like Incognito was basically saying, um, I guess the director sort of like, kind of like did really like sort of like directed like sort of like you know how the animals were supposed to be or whatnot like um and i won't say it was in the developmental hell but um but it it, it went through a lot of uh filming issues um and it's not exactly um it's gonna be it's it, it's it's going to go up against bad boys three uh, uh, Bad Boys for Life, <sighs> which man, that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be real tough. Um, see how he's gonna do. Like it, it should do all right, but it's like, mm. and Robert Downey Jr. can actually afford a miss. I mean, after after having all the success he had with those event with the, with the MCU and all the, and all the great things he really brought the MCU. <sighs> I mean. And uh, they had to have uh, who's it? Uh, Jonathan Liebesman, uh, yeah, Liebesman, uh, the director of the um, of the bulky looking tur- uh, Ninja Turtle movies, uh, Michael Bay Ninja Turtle movies. 
So he had to come in and, and um, you know, uh, reshoot some stuff. And uh, Chris McKay, um, of Anchorman fame, and um, the Big Short and um, Vice fame had to come in and had to had to um, yo and yeah. My bad, that's not. I'm thinking Adam McKay. I'm sorry, it's Chris McKay. This is Chris McKay. Uh, but yeah, they had they had to do they had to do cleanup duty, like to fix uh, the movie and stuff. Um, I do like those those, those uh, Lego movies, um, even though they are, even though they are like um, heavy on nostalgia. But yeah, but anyway, like, um, it, it costs a hundred seven million dollars to make, man. And this shit comes out of January, and movies like these don't do well in January. Like they just don't like. So, like, for Doodle to do very well, it's going to have to pull in some international numbers. Because I don't see here. Um, I think Bad Boys for Life should be fine. I think Bad Boys for Life, I saw, cost, like, $90 million, which is kind of surprising to me. To be honest, I thought that movie would cost much more. Um, And it's on MLK Weekend, which, you know, black movies have done pretty well before. Like, the, the... the Ice Cube, Kevin Hart, um, um, Rod Alarm have done pretty well on that date. So, we'll see if uh, Bad Boys can weather the storm. Uh, it's an already it's an already movie for a PG rated movie, and um, we'll see how it does. Um, we will see how it does. Um, I don't know what it's gonna do really, but we'll see how it does. Um, um, Rose, uh, Rose Tico from Star Wars, the last, the Rise of Skywalker, only had two minutes of filming, and, um, um, there were petitions, people on Twitter were upset and stuff, um, Chris Terrio, who was one of the writers of the film, and, and, I was trying to figure out why I felt the way I felt about uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and it's because uh, Carrie, Carrie Fisher had a lot, had a much bit more important role in the film, and there was they had to cut a lot of lot of stuff out, and he kind of he kind of explained explained that in his in the article with um, Cinema Blend, and he really explained it further in Vulture, which you probably I probably I will post that article on uh, for the show, um, for those that for those that are interested in reading it and stuff, and it kind of it really changed my viewpoint of how I felt about the film. Um, not a lot, but somewhat, um, you know, that, cause apparently, um, the stuff they had with her and Carrie Fisher, it just, it didn't, it didn't seem well with the scenery and stuff because I think they used, it was unused footage from, I think the force awakens and that's how they got Carrie Fisher, you know, to be in the film. Um, it was, they had to go through a lot of trouble to sort of like try to make all the CGI stuff blend and stuff and, um, Chris Terrio, you know, eventually clarified his comments, um, not sort of like blaming, you know, saying he was blaming ILM. Um, I mean, that's a tough tightrope, man. Like, to like, cause Carrie, cause Kelly Mutran dealt with a lot of trolls and a lot of and a lot of bad things um, when the Last Jedi was a thing, and that had to be pretty harrowing and stuff. And and to know that you're you're only gonna be in the movie for not so long, which even I'm kind of like, ooh, I thought she was in a little bit longer than that. So I was wrong. So much shows how much I know, right? <laughs> um, that she was not in it for that long. It uh, 
Yeah, that sucked. Um, knowing that most of her scenes were going to be with Carrie Fisher. Um, but yeah, this sort of really helped explain things and put it in a, in a perspective that um, is needed. Honestly, um, it's just this is hard, you know. I mean, even even um, when you expect to be, you know, you were one of the most talked about parts of the film from Last Jedi, and you know, this is how you get treated. Though it's not her fault, and it's and it's it's hard to blame the creators because that's a tight that's a hell of a tightrope, and um, you're better off basically not using that footage because you know people are gonna be like, oh, so, uh, it, it, it's a desecration to Carrie Fisher," but you know it's a lot of damn damn video, and they had to cut the footage because they just didn't feel that it didn't it didn't really match to the to their vision to JJ's vision to you know Chris Terrell's vision. You know all the all the people who put all the you know all the um, all that effort into making that making a movie like that you know it, it's just it's a tough thing you know making films is not really it's not an easy thing um, and uh, you know it it helps put it in in a, in a in a very good perspective even if. Even if yeah, it's it's kind of tough. Um, I had another article about Martin Lawrence. Um, if I can find it, jeez. Okay, found the article. I was, <laughs> I was just sending through it. Um, um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, Martin Lawrence. Uh, he, he kind of um, yeah, he kind of disappeared from us for a little bit. Um. Um, I gotta see that Beach Bum movie uh, that he was in. Um, but uh, this this screenwriter article kind of goes into basically just what happened to um to to Martin sort of after uh, Bad Boys too. I mean, I can kind of tell you, I can kind of give you a, a short version of it. Like he did a bunch of family movies. Uh, some of them hit, some of them didn't. Uh, he uh, then did uh, what did, what did he do in like 20, 2009 I'm looking through right now uh, that's right he did Wild Hogs Whew. Yeah, he did Wild Hogs with uh, it was him William H. Macy John Travolta and uh, Tim Allen yeah like like those did pretty like like that did well you know Big Mama's House 1 and 2 did well um but um, yeah. Uh, Death of Funeral did well. Big Mom's House, like Black Father, like Son did well. Uh, Cause Road Trip did well. Um, but yeah, it's been a minute. And also, what is it, Kev? Bad Boys Three was in development hell, believe it or not. This shit was supposed to come out in like two thousand eight, or really, it was it was it was made as far as two thousand eight, and um. Yeah, bro. Like, it went through. It went through hell. Like, it's now just coming out in 2020, where both Martin and uh, Will Smith are like pretty much in the twilight of their career, uh, trying to do whatever they can for uh, you know, you know, to resuscitate pretty much the buddy cop film. And there hasn't been a buddy. There hasn't been a good buddy cop film in a long time, in my opinion. Um, I guess. Well. 
Nice Guys kind of was Nice Guys is a buddy cop movie, but no one no one watched about Nice Guys. Hardly 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 makes money back. But like Nice Guys was one of the best movies of twenty sixteen. Um, that's with Ryan Gosling and R- Russell Crowe. That movie was awesome, and I just remember not people not a lot of people saw it. It was, it was very funny. It was very it was very uh, 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 Gosling and, and Crowe had excellent chemistry together. Just it was such a good film. I was like the last like buddy cop movie I, I watched. That. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. Um, but that's been a good one in a minute. And um, you know, like I said, Bad Boys Three goes against um, the likes of Doolittle, and um, that should be interesting too. Um, so hopefully, my man uh, can uh, you know get the gravy. Which is sort of how he references it in this Esquire article. Uh, this is a quote. I just want to continue to do good work. I've gotten to do a lot of things I've wanted to do. And I just want to continue to do good work. And whatever it is I'm doing. And to do it at my pace. I've gotten to do so much. So now it's about the gravy. The gravy meaning like, you know, the work. I love being black. The gravy. Um, so I don't know, man. Like I, I might have to watch the first two bad boys. And we sort of like get a feel, you know. Bad Boy Shoes like forty thousand hours long. Like, god damn. That movie is basically just just action, 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 action. Uh uh shit just got real action, 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 action. <laughs> like it's like it, it's it's so much action. And it's like and, and again the Michael Bay did that. Like it's like, yo, Michael Bay ain't got no filter for cutting things. Like, jeez, jeez, dude, like, you know, cut this. You got a, you got a lot of uh, footage you using, my man. Like you might need to cut this joint. You know, saving that footage. Um. Of course, uh, I also mentioned you know what he went through, like in you know in uh, you know in the, in the you know mid to late nineties. Of course, Martin was very successful, and then of course he had you know sexual allegations between he and uh, you know Tisha Campbell, and that's really how show ended. Really, um, yeah, yeah. But the final season of Martin was pretty tumultuous. Um, I mean, I remember, but I don't remember that well, but I just remember Martin wasn't that good exactly because, you know, I remember, uh, Martin and Tisha Campbell weren't in the, in the same scenes together. Like, it, it, it was bad. It was real bad. I was like 10, 11 years old and it, he smelled Fox, but, uh, whew, you know. And of course, I forgot Martin had heat stroke. Um, like '99, when it, you know, that's when uh, Blue Sheep would hit it big. Yeah, Blue Sheep was one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. Like that was fun. Like that was, like, that was, the, thing. That was the first time I ever saw uh, Luke Wilson act. You know, I, even, I was like, who the hell is Luke Wilson? At the time, I was like 12 years old when I'm watching a Martin Lawrence movie. Um, but yeah, um, it, it 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 does a pretty good job of mentioning um, just his origins and you know where he is now and and it was a it's a good article and uh, I'm gonna post it you know once the show's over uh, now here's my coda uh, the final the final bit of the show where I basically have an opinion um, um, these arguments about Disney ruining Hollywood and shit need to need to cease. And I probably saw those on a couple of occasions, but 
people need to keep the same energy at these studios who are dropping the ball. Like, for real, it's tiring. It's like, people don't carry the same energy for cable companies. You know, the cable companies that live their own um, Comcast. I mean, the, the own Universal. Comcast owns Universal. And AT&T owns Warner Brothers. And people don't keep that same intensity. It, it's, it's very, 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 very weird to me. That that same intensity, that level of intensity and energy is not kept the other in the other direction. And it's like, what the hell? It's like... They're making the movies you want, like, you know, you know, people like talking about, you know, uh, well, the industry, you know, the movies are, are, are more shit than they've ever been, which is another way of saying, uh, I don't go to the movies very often, and I don't really check and see what the new comings and goings are in theaters. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. I like, I, I, I like any movies, but I really don't like any movies because I like to say shit that is said on the internet. You know, those people. And that shit irks me, it's like, do you really care about the thing you say you care about, or are you just talking? And I can answer that question distinctly. Like, you're just talking. Like Disney made, uh, Disney made uh, thirteen billion dollars. Um, yeah, thirteen dog, thirteen billion dollars. And that's with Fox being sort of like the low, the low end of their movies and I say the low end because I think the only movie for Fox that has done well was um Ford v Ferrari and that's it like Stuber did okay Stuber was did underwhelming numbers um Maleficent did two two did, didn't do all that well that's Disney um and I'm just thinking just movies at the top of my head but just this whole idea that we're gonna blame the mouse and not um, Warner Brothers, Sony, and, and the universe are coming up short. It's 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 a little it's pretty damn annoying, and it's like I feel like y'all just blame Disney because they're the ones they're the ones they're they're the hot they're the hot studio right now, and you know people talk about well we need uh you know. You gotta put the pressure on somebody's feels, and that's great. I, I, I appreciate that, but I would like to see that same energy reflected over at these other studios who are just coming up short. And I don't think that's really being done. I, I think it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of people who just like to talk, but I don't think they care about intensity. That same fire, that same vigor. When it comes to the other studios, because it's it's a lot easier to talk about a successful studio than it is to talk about a, a studio that's not as well. It's very easy to mention that you, you want independent movies and you want this and that, and you don't show up. It's really easy. I mean, there's a there's a there's a marketplace for that. It's it's a marketplace I don't want to be in because I actually like this joint. I just like movies. I don't I don't I don't BS that for anybody. But the the fact that um, this is still a thing and um, 2019. Um, it's it's annoying, and I don't think it's gonna stop because people are gonna people. Um, and I think the more people mention this, that um, we gotta uh, we gotta you know we, we gotta stop you know big, you know big budget movies. I'm like, 
there's a lot of people you can point your fingers at. Uh, uh, box office lobby studio, box office, uh, you know, theater, theater companies. They have lobbies. You know, you know, you know, theaters per screen and all that stuff. Um, you can point your finger at you know the under the underwhelming studios. You can point your even point your finger at yourself. I mean, people talk cash shit about wanting 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 you know you know creative you know uh, original you know uh, properties. They don't show up. You don't really care for them if you if you it's like if you're gonna talk all this mess about um how um we shouldn't watch Latin and watch Booksmart. How come Booksmart only made like six seven million dollars opening weekend? You want to talk about that, right? Exactly. You want to talk about that. So, you know, just be mindful of um, sort of where you stand on an argument and uh, be consistent. Because uh, I'm, I might probably shout at the damn wind like, "Hey, you don't talk about Disney. Hey, what you do? What do you do to you?" Yeah, I know Disney ain't exactly perfect because they have a pass, a bad pass, you know, race pass and all that shit. Like sound of mute, sound, of, you know. A lot of, a lot of, they, you know, they made, you know, some pretty bad stuff, but, you know, they've, over time, they've made a lot of games, they, they're, they're making the games people want, you know, they're making, you know, diverse games, and, you know, you know, actually putting, you know, actually, you know, doing the work, you know, why you have Warner Brothers out here, you know, still holding, holding, holding the, holding the feet and hands of Birds of Prey, which has a woman of color director, or an Asian woman. And they're barely talking about it. Makes you wonder, I guess. Makes you wonder. Alright, I'm going to stop the show here. Um, whew, I know, it's about an hour. I think that's good enough. Uh, you, again, you can follow me at... Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can um, read my work. Uh, read my work on Instagram, but I do have a WordPress account. Um, that I want to use, but I don't really get a chance to use because I'm real busy. Uh, Filmwater.wordpress.com. Um, listen to prior shows, uh, such as this latest episode on um, the Filmwater.podbay.com and as well as um, Spotify. All right, I'm going to get some Z's. Y'all take it easy. Peace. <laughs>